0: and sober and they had nowhere to go they didn't have a saloon so they took over a local starbucks franchise and it's very strange you walk inside and now starbucks is a scary place there's an element of danger there's like guys with neck tattoos drinking lattes it's a very the juxtaposition, I'm trying to use bigger words in my act, the juxtaposition was amazing. Anyway, like, I, yeah, these guys picked a fight in a star, like Starbucks is supposed to be a safe place where parents can bring their children to exchange custody with other divorced parents. That is what Starbucks is supposed to be for. And I don't know if you've seen that awkward drug deal go down, they're just like, yeah, 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 just, just, just go, just go. It's very, very strange. Um, I got, I actually, I had to get sober myself. Uh, Now when I go to parties, I just see parties for what they really are. Like we're a bunch of grown-ups standing too close together in a kitchen and we're pretending our ankles don't hurt. Like that's every, like me at every party. I'm like, oh, my ankles don't hurt at all. Don't look over there. What's entertaining over there? (laughs) I see you. I see you, I, fe- I felt you drift out. That was an immaculate punchline. <laughs> the word economy is amazing on that joke, and it was, you should just give me that $5. That was, <laughs> you should just give that to me. Um, yeah, so I now I'm sober at parties. Like, I don't a lot. know what... Uh, but it's going
1: to be a fun time. We're going to have a good time here at Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I hope you guys all stick around for the 8 o'clock hour when Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse flies off the rails tonight, you guys. It's a great Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Comedians curated just for you. Uh, just so you guys know, the best set of Happy Hour gets a guest set. Best set gets a guest set on Pamptastics, tonight's headliner, the fabulous Steve Poggi. Uh, also, we're gonna have Dan Myers, Jesse Fernandez, Chris Nasco, good-looking guys guys it's gonna be you really should stick around for Pam Comedy Clubhouse but right now uh, we are gonna get started with the happy hour that the happiest of hours uh, I gotta say I saved four beers all day you guys this is miraculous I brought four beers from my house this morning and I haven't even cracked one yet does anybody realize how hard I worked today no one gives a fuck it's okay but now I'm gonna get drunk because I also haven't eaten a goddamn thing so those four beers at the end is I'm gonna be tossed I'm gonna be done Deep fry me. This is so sweet. They're offering me waffle bars and power aids. Just, it's all, it's wonderful times. Oh, no goldfish for me, thanks. I'll eat at some point. I'll eat at some point. No live goldfish. Um, I haven't even sound checked because I was under the impression that I was gonna have a a trainee, Trina, here tonight, but she she didn't didn't come and it's okay. So I'll just sound check with the first comedian uh, who, he's a really nice guy. And uh, I know who he is now. Put your hands together buddy. It's Connor Doherty don't you, don't you this, one?
2: this one can you hear it yes. wonderful Pam does know who I am Even before the beers uh, Happy Friday you guys It's Friday, so I was thinking about weed today, and I was thinking about how it's becoming so easy to get, like, especially in San Francisco, you know? In San Francisco, we're essentially post-weed scarcity. Even if you don't have any and you don't have any money, like, you just walk up, to, walk up to the right guy in the park and offer him some magic beans, he'll help you out. But I was thinking, like, I'm mostly in favor of this, but I grew up in Minnesota, where it's a little bit harder to get, especially growing up when you're just a kid, you know? gotta talk to like real drug dealers and stuff or like have friends who can talk to drug dealers and so the thing I was thinking about is like it gets so easy to have weed it's basically legal now at least out here it's like I feel like kids are not going to understand what it's like when you're running out you know those sort of like the bottom of the bag situations where you're just throwing the shake in the bottom ripping a pile of keef Kids will never understand that. They'll never know the joys of the resin hit. You know? One guy knows what a resin hit is. Raise your hand if you know what a resin hit is. Fuck
1: yeah, I know what a resin hit is.
2: Fuck yeah, Pam. That's what I but that's what I'm saying. You guys know because you've you've run out of weed at some point. Right? That's wh- That's what I'm saying! That's what the bit's about, Pam! That's what the bit is about. I'm just worried that the kids are going to start taking it for granted. I'm not that worried about it. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I got my new Spy Dad's bit. Uh, Pam's heard it. Thanks! So you, you know there are all these spies that work for, like, the CIA or the Department of Defense or whatever, they, like, torture guys, you know, run secret prisons, stuff like that? Just give me a nod. Like, you know they exist, you bl- or you believe they exist. You've seen the born identity and all the other born stuff. But the thing is, like, that career has to end at some point. You can only be a young killer for so long. Eventually, you just get older. And I'm just gonna assume they're all dudes. I don't mean to be sexist about it, but I feel like state-sanctioned murder is usually carried out by men. But they get older and they can't be spies anymore. They can't run secret prisons. Then they're just middle-aged dudes. They're like spy dads. There we go. That hit. With one dude. But you know that movie Spy Kids? Yeah. Like, why can't we make one spy dads? Like, You know, get Adam Sandler, Kevin James, his like middle-aged former spies, David Spade. I feel like David Spade would be like the guy who he, you know, like he used to torture people, but he doesn't anymore, but he's still like kind of in the habit of it. So there'll be a shot early in the movie where you're like looking down a staircase, he's in his basement. His wife's like, David, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. Setting up his torture device. Oh, they didn't like that one. Wonderful. Someone liked it. Uh, All right. Yeah, but like, I mean the movie basically just writes itself, right? Like Kevin James could be the computer hacker, but like now his biggest problem is his wife keeps finding his porn. And like, Adam Sandler used to be an assassin, but now he just has PTSD flashbacks? I don't know. (laughs) If any of you are producers, I can write this thing. I can crank this script out in no time. Yeah, that's Spy Dads. Um, I think I'm gonna end it there. I mean, I'm not gonna get much better than that, right? Like Like, you know it's a good bit when it can get optioned into a film. So it's Friday night, weed, Spy Dads, that's it. I'm Connor Doherty. Thank you for listening.
1: Connor Doherty, yay! Weed, yay! Spy Dads, better, yay! Um, I'm shoving food into my face. I'm not supposed to do this in the booth, but I'm doing it anyways, thanks to Tess Berry. This falafel is delightful. I'm almost done with it, This it's first sustenance I put in my mouth. Long time. All right, uh, next comedian, that was Connor Doherty, very funny stuff. Thanks for opening us up. Second comedian here on Happy Hour. Oh, thanks for Trina for being here, too. She's uh, learning the ones and twos, doing her thing. Um, Oh, our second comedian. Very funny guy. We love it every time he's here. Put your hands together, everyone. It's Roman Leo. Hey. This is
0: great.
3: So happy to see you. Is this the microphone I'm supposed to talk into? Um, so good to be here, you guys. A crackhead outdoors just said, I look like a youthful Vietnam vet. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Teenager. Teenager.
3: You know, and then he... W- Went off to uh, find some crack in a parking meter. It was uh, it was quite an experience. Um, hmm. uh, I, I'm 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 just I'm still overwhelmed just by the fact that you guys applauded so enthusiastically. I think you guys I like your enthusiasm. I think you guys could go far as a crowd. Just uh, yeah. I learned recently that uh, California is home to a third of the nation's chronically homeless. Welcome, sir. And uh, but we only have 10% of the population of the United States. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a third of the nation's chronically homeless. I was thinking maybe we should build a wall around California that would have the effect of keeping more homeless people out. While at the same time turning California into kind of a home, you know, especially if we put on a roof. That's what I'm saying. Uh, make California a home, you guys. That was a very, he like gave me like a very professional white guy nod. It's like, eh, we're harmless. You know, like, <laughs> it's a lie. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. I don't know why I'm leaning on this thing. I can stand on my own, you guys. I have barbecued flavored Lay's flavor in my mouth right now. I'm enjoying that. I, uh, I I don't know. I moved here for in '98 from Cleveland. I don't like the weather. <laughs> uh, you know, I was from Cleveland. Nobody gonna understand me. I was like, "Fuck this fog!" <laughs> People are like, "You're a homophobe," and I was like, "No, the fog." You know, it's just don't like being misunderstood. Uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, what's good about that? Let's see. I don't know. <laughs> she, well, she's vegan, so I had to sneak a jar of turkey in her house on Thanksgiving and eat it on the toilet. That was uh, not a traditional Thanksgiving meal, but I still, I still like her. It's cool. I have uh, my my mother. My mother's very PC. She won't say any N words at all. <laughs> she uh, she calls Ni- she calls Niagara Falls N word falls, and uh, she calls Neiman Marcus N word Marcus. And, uh, and I'm just like, Mom, everybody's gonna think you're talking about Marcus Garvey. That's not that's. <laughs> At, le- at least the racists, the racists in the crowd will. Um. <laughs> oh my god! I just, seriously, I'm happy to be here. Just about as happy as an autistic kid with a drum set made out of t- made out of trains. Um. <laughs> oh my god! I can write jokes, you guys. It's it's working. <laughs> My car keeps getting broken into nine times in a year. Can you believe it? Uh, yeah. People ask me, what do they steal? I was like, less and less each time. It's like a take a penny, leave a car. But see, no, like in this neighborhood, if you leave your doors unlocked in your car, trying to solve that problem, people will store their trash in your car. Like if you leave your doors unlocked, people will steal your doors. But I'm, like, but seriously, like if you leave your doors unlocked, people will fuck in your car. Like I found, I found a used condom in my car. So I'm trying to... Uh, to find a solution, and uh, I came up with an idea for an app. It's called Ride Sharing Trash Fucking Car, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna make five dollars uh, selling it to myself. It's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I promised that I was gonna be prepared for this, and. Uh, Time's running out. I have this phone. This girl uh, was looking at my phone. I was like, hey, checking out the phone? You ever see a baby with an iPad before, huh? They just swipe. They just swipe. Big baby, big phone. Big baby, big phone. Um, I, stu- I stared at you, Richard, the entire time I was telling that joke. And it <laughs> didn't help. It didn't help. Sorry. It didn't help. I paid to it's okay. What did I want to accomplish here, you guys? It's not clear, but thank you for listening. My
1: name's Roman. <laughs> Roman Leo, champion of jokes today. My God. Uh, he's right about the babies. I hang out with a two, two-year-old baby who understands iPads more than I do. It's absolutely true. He's a sm- d- dumb baby. It's, it's, I pretend he's a smart baby. All babies are dumb, you guys. Uh, <laughs> they are. They don't know anything yet. They're stupid, stupid fucking babies. Uh, our next comedian, I think it's his first time here because we're not friends on Facebook, so I tried to tag you and it didn't work. Um, but, yay, he's 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 probably not new to comedy, he's just new to us. I have a guess that he's from out of town. I think oh, that you've raped babies in... <laughs> I just started to make things that. up. And the first thing I go to is raping babies. That's a problem. I've had four <laughs> sips of beer, and the first thing I go to is touching baby dicks. There's something Whoa. wrong. <laughs> no, it's me. I'm the one touching the baby dicks, not you, because I'm a nanny. Uh, okay, this is how I know I'm an alcoholic. I had four sips of beer and I feel wasted right now you guys are gonna love your next comedian I won't remember him uh, but that's okay put your hands together everybody it's Cole Chapman
5: hello first off it was consensual Pam fuck you rape what is this those babies want me to touch their dicks. Um, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, so I'm new to this room. Uh, I'm also from out of town. Uh, I know you got it, but I'm from Marin County, so it's not really that far out of town. Who here is familiar with Marin County? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's about the response I wanted. It was just like, yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Marin County is very, uh, uh, how do I put this? Um, white, white, very white. Uh, so I'd like to, in the um, tradition of me being in a new room, I'd like to give you the traditional uh, Marin County greeting. Um, traditional Marin County greeting. Ha <laughs> ha, hey, what up, blood? Hey, how you doing, man? You doing good? Hey, Tupac went to my high school. That's right, trust fund, baby for life. Let's do a rap album. It's gonna take three months to never have to work in my life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to which uh, they say, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, finish your dinner and go to bed. Uh, hey, who here is, uh, doing the lottery? Great, you're all responsible adults except you're comedians, so what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, Powerball is tonight, biggest one ever, 800 million dollars, there are people lining up in a one particular gas station, like, yeah, cause it's like a hot gas station, like two people won from a randomly generated number pool, and everyone's like, this is the one, and so there's literally like a line out the door of people like waiting to get their ticket. It's randomly generated. What are you doing? <laughs> and so, I was reading this news story about it and they interview this one guy who's sitting in line and uh, they're like, 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 why are you here? And he's like, well, it's my New Year's resolution to become a millionaire. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> it's like, what, like, what did you is like, number one, go to the gym. Number two, mm, become a millionaire. Number three, fight crime. Number four, become Batman. Like, you're not, like, this is not a sustainable resolution list, sir. Especially if you're going to rely on the lottery to bring you there. Ugh. He just set himself up to fail. I failed the gym one, like, almost immediately. Hello. And and I'm going to stop vamping on this. Oh, boy. Oh. Today was a good day. I hit my first San Francisco milestone. Thank you. Thank you. You want to know what it is? That's right. I stepped in human shit. Yeah. Yeah. First time ever. There's a first time for everything. And I kind of wish it didn't happen, but you know what? Gains character, I guess. Um, it was one of those things where, like, I know it was human shit, because, like, you know. It's like, and, like, I tell my friend, and he was like, you can't tell. Like, that's, like, what, by smell? I was like, yeah, by smell. He was like, how can you tell? I was like, because it, tell- it smelled like my shit, but I didn't have the sense of pride of leaving it there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you leave, you're like, yeah, that was me. What? What? And it smells bad, but you don't care. <laughs> that's right, Pam. She's the only one laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What else? Uh, I saw the revenant. Anybody excited for it? There we go. That's a good good. None of you have seen it, I assume. Yeah, there we go. It's just the excitement of the trailer. Hello. Um, yeah, and I, I saw I saw this movie. I was down in L.A. over the new year. I saw it and they had like, you know, the the uh, traditional uh, 15 minutes of trailers beforehand. because uh, That's what you want is just to be like bombarded with just like promotional material for 15 minutes before you have to sit through uh, you know, a movie. <laughs> and uh, I hate trailers today. Like there's so many and they spoil every bit of the movie. Like who here saw the Star Trek trailer? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the clown in the back. <laughs> Big Star Trek fan back there. I'm guessing none of you saw that by the by the resounding no. Everyone stoked about the Revenant Star Trek. Bah. Fuck oh. it. Who cares? Oh, there you go. Mary Bushy everybody. As I'm known. I know your name. I'm just a kid from Kells to you. <laughs> You point at me, you go, hey, it's that weird kid. He's going to get up and tell jokes. Anyways, uh, I saw that Star Trek trailer. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm bummed about it. Mm, oh, no. Uh, I saw that Star Trek trailer, uh, and, you know, it, like, spoiled the whole thing. Because, like, now I know it's going to be a terrible movie. All right, I got to go. That joke didn't work, and I'm going to end on it. So, fuck you.
6: See you later.
1: Cole Chapman! yeah. Those are, the, those are the flyers. Thank you for taking them. Uh, the reason I laughed at your joke is that I live in the Tenderloin, and I see poop on the ground in my shitty, shitty neighborhood. And I walk with children, and we play a game. And whenever I see a pile, I say, man or beast, man or beast? And they, we play that game. And I learned from a four-year-old that you always know that it's man when it's up against a wall. It's the physics. It's the physics. If it's up against a wall, it's always man. And then it just drifts and they're like, that's gross. And one of my little babies, he he used to like to touch walls like when we were going along in the stroller. And then we started playing that game and now he doesn't touch the walls anymore babies babies can learn Uh, and thank you Cole and uh, Tess and Ed and uh, Ken who all agreed to pass out mutiny radio comedy festival 2016 flyers in exchange for special privileges on the list and that's what I'm gonna be doing for the next couple weeks cuz I've got 5,000 fucking flyers and I have no idea how I'm gonna get through them all (laughs) so I'm gonna uh, bribe you guys with uh, spaces on this show your next comedian was thoroughly bribed and he's going up next because he's gonna go to a uh what's the next open mic iron horse iron and iron and, gold. iron and gold never heard of it didn't know i had more competition on a motherfucking friday but there it is who's running that shit ass room uh, right now it's
3: mauricio
1: i love mauricio okay i can't say anything because i love mauricio so that's that's fine. Uh, all right, you guys. Your next comedian, really funny guy. I don't want to blow his commercial at the end, so I'll just say, you guys, put your hands together for Ed Ants. Get the in order. Get the
7: all right. So as a few of you may know, I like to read. My name is Ed, and I'm a bit of a bum. I spend most of my days playing video games, smoking as much weed as I can get my hands on. And according to the city and county of San Francisco, most likely like that guy, I'm looking for work. Thank you, two people. It doesn't cost a lot to be a Coke lover, but it can cost you a lot to be a Coke addict. A tooth, for example, or maybe a perfectly good friendship. I wasn't raised in a family that found that as acceptable behavior. We were a Pepsi family. Tom Brady attacked Coca-Cola, calling it poison for kids which may be true, but then he bad Frosted Flakes, and everybody knows they're great. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell by the sweat on my head, nobody's laughing.
8: <laughs>
7: McDonald's is giving away sandwiches if you download their app. I downloaded it, and I was surprised to find out that it was called malnutrition. <laughs> The other day I was sitting in a fast food restaurant, all my jokes today are fast food related somehow, <laughs> and a man was staring blankly into the distance, his mouth ajar, his eyes glazed over, so I figured he was either done using heroin, or he just finished his meal. <laughs> Bad joke. Oh well. And yeah, I'm not doing this one. Lifestyles of the poor and unlovable. Today I'm going to tell you about Jack Tandy. As a young man, Jack was lured into a cult by the unignorable call of his girlfriend's vagina. But just as that relationship left Jack with a hole that he could never fill, so too did his social life, as the cult that he joined was the Westboro Baptist Church. How's it going, Stefan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in a conversation with a female friend of mine about prostitution. We both came to the same conclusion. The only way that you could truly sell yourself for money is by working a nine to five. Have you ever had somebody tell you that they got into a fight recently, but they don't have any signs of it? You know, it's the kind of shit that children do. Like a friend of mine told me that he got into a fight the other day. He didn't have any bruises on his knuckles, but you can rest assured that he did in fact fight some very soft babies. (laughs) All right, you heard the horn, and that means only one thing. It's time for an ad, yeah. A while ago, I was a sad and lonely man, desperate for attention from everywhere that I could get it. Yeah. But I found a meaning in life, a purpose, a raison d'etre to spread love to the world through my website, JustMeAndChicks.com. Say it with me. me. JustMeAndChicks.com. Visit the website, download the podcast that I did with Ruby Gill, and buy a hoodie.
1: JustMeAndChicks.com. JustMeAndChicks.com. That's Ed Ant. Disappearing. Say hi to Mauricio for me. Tell him to fuck off for having another open mic during my open mic. (laughs) Will do. That's cool. Yeah, just take away my audience. That's great. Because they used to stay for Fantastics, but now they're going to be at, what, some fucking bar somewhere else where, you know, know, I don't understand. it. You get to drink for free. here. I mean, you have to pay for your drink. You bring them in. (laughs) Mutiny. Yes, Mutiny for Life. Hey, Tommy McGuire. Nice to see you. Uh, So just so everybody knows I'm um, giving if you're willing to pass out a stack of flyers You get to put yourself anywhere you want on the list. So the next three people did that Um, And that's why Ed Ed jumped the list our next comedian. She's also gonna pass out flyers for us very excited She's back. She was gone for like 21 24 like a month and a half. She disappeared Somewhere in the rough tundra of the North Chicago or some shit, but she's back here with jokes uh, everybody, laugh faces off, it's De- Tess Berry! Yeah.
9: Hi, hello. Yeah, I was gone for a long time, um, and I was just home the whole time, like, at my parents' house, it was a real bummer. Um, yeah, it, it was, it sucked. Uh, yeah, here's a comment about that. I was home and my family, um, is obsessed with weight, but not because they're all, like, skinny, proper white people. It's because they're all overweight and they want to know how to lose it. So they ask you, like, how'd you lose weight? And apparently I lost weight. My mom can spot, like, any little difference. Like, if I cut my toenails and I had shoes on, she'd be like, you cut your toenails. Like, she just notices everything. And she was going on and on, like, oh, you lost weight. Like, how'd you lose weight? What'd you do? Did you go on a diet or something? And I was like, mm, Some combination of uh, getting an IUD, finally following my dreams, and getting a bike, kind of did it. (laughs) I think that was the combination that really worked for me. (laughs) You should think about it, Mom. Uh, Yeah, so that was holidays. Um, Speaking of holidays, New Year, resolutions, anybody make any resolutions? Yeah? (laughs) I was making my list of resolutions, and uh, I'm not really good at um, getting stuff done. So my list, I literally wrote down on my list of resolutions, uh, like, goals. And number one was set a goal to set a goal for savings. I really have to, like, plan ahead in order to save. And that savings account is going towards a new vibrator because I'm a responsible adult woman that's also realistic. So (laughs) it's going to be a nice one. I'm excited about it. Uh, I stumbled home drunk the other night, and thought someone robbed my apartment until I remembered I cleaned it. (laughs) So that was good to realize like 10 minutes later after I called my mom crying. Uh, here's probably some reasons why I was crying. Uh, I have generalized anxiety. I have it. I own it. It's mine. And it's like steam. Lately it's been like steam trying to escape like a small space. Like, it just keeps, like, puncturing holes and, like, finding ways to interrupt my life. And lately, it's been in my dreams. So I have these nightmares, and I just, like, wake up screaming and sweating of these, like, terrifying ideas. But it's, like, things that only are disruptive and, like, terrifying to me. So last night, I woke up uh, screaming because in my dreams, someone said I look like Julia Stiles. Although that's really scary, too. Something's going on outside. See, that actually isn't that scary to me. (laughs) (laughs) Julia Stiles, though, that's terrifying. And people don't even, it's like they don't even say young Julia Stiles, and I wonder if it's because like they think I look like I'm 40 or if they think, like they just don't think about Julia Stiles' career anymore and they just kinda like left off at 10 Things I Hate About You. (laughs) I hope that's what it is. Um, I woke up last night um, in a cold sweat. Yeah. You go solve that. I'm going to stay here. Because I am a responsible, realistic young woman who doesn't look like Julia Stiles. Um, Yeah, I woke up sweating and screaming because I had a nightmare that I started working at BuzzFeed. That was really terrifying. I think what the scariest part is is that I'd be good at the job. I had another one where I woke up really scared because this is a specific one. Uh, Making eye contact with someone who's within like a one foot radius of my face. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I really don't like like that close of like people being around me. So I've started doing this thing where I have like just in like the tiniest things that are like flaws that are only noticeable from so far away. So I have like just enough of a mustache that like you come close and then you see it and then you back off. Or, like, bad enough breath that, like, it's only, like, <laughs> this radius right here and you don't come into it. Um, I was at a party, uh, over the holidays and, um, uh, my friend started dating this new guy and, uh, I love when couples start telling stories at the same time, like, they're telling a story together and they just start, uh, like, you'd think it'd be cute and they finish each other's sentences, but really they just keep calling each other a liar and, like, smiling while they do it. So I was like, oh, like... Katie, it's really nice to see you. Like, uh, it's nice to meet your, your boyfriend, Jeff. Like, how'd you guys meet? And she's like, oh, you know, it was June. Uh, actually, it was July. Yeah, and it was, like, it was June, and it was great. And um, we met, and I knew it was love at first sight when he whispered in my ear, I could love you. Uh, actually, I said I could fuck you. Um, that's how we met, and that's why we're together. All right, my name's Tess. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. I hope everything's okay out there.
1: Barry. What the fuck is going on outside? Can Can I figure it out? I'm just gonna go outside and try to figure it out for a second. Hey, is everybody okay outside? We heard some screaming. We were all nervous. Everybody's okay outside? Good, it says nothing to do with mutiny radio, right? Awesome, awesome, absolutely nothing to do with mutiny radio. Uh, the, the people that just walked by said, we're fine, we're fine. So everything I think is okay. Everyone's alive, No one's, there's no blood and it's not about mutiny radio, am I right? All right, good, good, good. I just, I hate it when the cops are um, called to this corner because um, you know, we're completely illegal. So uh, hey, keep drinking that BYOB. Uh, Your next comedian is is a funny man, and he has... I should do a new intro for you. I do love your new voice, though. I think it's great. Oh, I know what I was thinking about you today, because I was listening to a song, and uh, and it was... um, and if I thought if we change the words to, oh, fuck, I'll remember it when I bring you back up, but I thought you're the only Asian that could do it because you're the only one that doesn't ah. mind that I would, no, no, usually, usually when you call someone out, he's like, yeah, on my jokes, I talk about being Asian, but usually they like, don't, don't, don't say anything. Why are you being such a racist? I'm like, it's not, it's not me, it's him. Um, but there is there. I do have a, a tag for you later for something but you guys are going to laugh hysterically at these jokes he's looking through them right now, he's curating them for you at this very second also by the way guys, I put these chairs with backs up here today so that you could be more comfortable if you didn't want to sit on the benches in the back, just trying to move people up to the front, put your hands together it's Ken Suzuki
10: is it this one? Thank you. Happy New Year's, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's excited. Did you guys feel... Yeah, writing your New Year's resolutions? Yeah. I can tell you my New Year's resolution. My New Year's res- resolution is to be able to write my first assisted suicide joke and complete it on my own. But fuck, man. I mean, it really isn't worth it, though, because if your suicide is assisted, did you really kill yourself? I mean, isn't that just like getting self-help from a book? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I think about I like to get... Fu- I love your laughter, sir. I don't know, I just... I, I like to get philosophical about this shit when I think about it. Like, I just completed my first treatise on nihilism. It contains nothing. <laughs> but there are pros and cons to everything, all right? I mean, there are pros and cons to everything. Suicide's one of them, too. For example, did you know one of the upsides to suicide is if you kill yourself there's never any ambiguity about who won the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> they won by default, but you get the peace of mind, so it's really a win-win. You gotta look at, the, you gotta change the way you look at these. You gotta learn to look, think positively, all right? It's all about perspective. For example, I'm getting into arguments with my friends now, who get mad at me, we get this argument, they're like, oh, it's so racist to have a preference of who you fuck. It's so racist to have a preference of who you fuck. Who the fuck gets mad at someone in the produce aisle when they see them filling their cart with mangoes instead of papayas? Get the fuck out of here. We all want the flesh. We all want the juice. Some of us just like the t- flavor of different flesh, all right? The game of dick, the game of pussy, it's just like investing. Some of us specialize, some of us diversify. <laughs> you still getting paid. You still getting your nut. You still getting your nut. Then just get yours and be happy. Jesus Christ! Don't dude. <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> and who gives a fuck if they specialize? That just means more pussy and dick for you if you don't. <laughs> I don't know. I diversify, and I think it's because of my dad. My dad would tell me every day before putting me to bed as a child. He would look at me and say, "Ken, remember, no matter the color, the pussy is right. We all come white." And I think that's how you got to live your life. But too many men, too many men use bullshit like that in his excuse for the, why their life ain't working out. But too many men turn themselves into cucks before they even have a chance to sling dick. Going like, oh, no one will fuck me. No one wants to fuck me because I'm too fat or I'm bald or I'm ugly. Or I'm Asian. My favorite. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck kind of excuse is that? I know cripples who are slinging dick like fucking Chamberlain, all right? <laughs> they got fucking bitches on all fours and leashes and collars pulling their fucking wheelchair.
8: <laughs>
10: <laughs> oh my God. All them, It's called the game for a reason, all right? It's supposed to be a challenge. It's not some this bullshit millennial, everyone's a winner, shit. No, this ain't soccer, all right? It's a fucking game. <laughs> and like all games out there, I understand, I got sympathy for you, there is a cheat code. If you can't get laid in the age of the internet, then I got no fucking sympathy for you, man. You need to go on a mushroom chip and take a long, hard look in the mirror. Because it's not them. It's you. Why complain now? Well, you can fucking customize your hookups like custom-created video game characters now. Race, eye color, height, fetish. It's all there for you. Anyway, I said that joke the other day. And another comment came up to me and was like, uh, thank you so much when you said there's a cheat code. I'm so happy that you said the cheat wasn't rape. I couldn't help but look at this guy and say, motherfucker, I'm a pervert, not a predator. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is self-pity, not religion. I mean, that's the real opiate of the masses. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. A great set from Ken Suzuki. Jokes are working. Something happened. Michael, nice to see you again. Come back another time. Yay! Um, oh of course. I do. I, it is nicer to have a back on your seat though, I do think. Your next comedian, he's been blocking the bathroom so you guys have been having to jump over his ass because I did the chairs wrong today. I pushed everything too far back. It's not his fault. It's mine. Uh, it's, it's not you. It's him because he, he's, he's willing to pass out the flyers. Oh yeah, so he's going he's to go ahead of you. But then you're next. Um, he's money but he won't... He's super funny and he's been having really great sets of brainwashed. I've been watching him and, I've been, and I, the other night it was really great. But you still won't let me tag you on Facebook. You're, he's still afraid that people somewhere are going to hear him in one of these podcasts and be like, he's not going to be an electrical engineer of science and magic. <laughs> he's going to do what? Uh, put your hands together for comedian Ian Kung. Yay!
11: Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, cool. Uh, my buddy just got out of prison. Hey, I can have cool friends too, all right? <laughs> I know I don't look like it, but I can have cool friends too. Fucking, um, he's saying that, um, you can't jerk off in prison. Apparently you get penalized for that shit. Yeah, yeah. You just take a bunch of, like, really angry, testosterone-charged guys, throw them in a cell, and see how that's gonna go, <laughs> all right? that's gonna be awesome <laughs> right no wait no what like you've been there like you're not
12: no, a, yeah no, you, no, I've never seen the of the you've, you've never seen that.
0: That. <laughs> 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 yeah
11: I don't know I I mean I, I think that's insane I mean there are people he says there's people who've been in, been in there literally for a year they haven't jerked off I'm thinking God, if I I can go like three weeks and then I get in the road, I'm ready to kill someone if I if I don't if I don't get that out of me. Are you kidding me? That's dangerous. I want to just try. I'd I'd like to see a prison where they like allow it and just see if they all come out happier. You know what I mean? I mean that's <laughs> that's too much. I mean that's I don't know. You guys listen to Justin Bieber? I'm really no. I'm oh oh. <laughs> Justin Bieber, hey, look, Justin Bieber's awesome. You're going to be a believer one day, I'm telling you. It's going to happen. Like, say what you want. Look, Justin Bieber's doing just fine with or without you, man. I was just listening to him. He's catchy as hell. But I think think he's becoming too cool for his own good, you know? Like, I was just listening to his lyrics, and it's like, one of them was like, what do you mean you heard this song? When you nod your head yes, but you want to say no. (laughs) This kid's like 20, he thinks he's Bill Cosby already. Like, come on, you gotta, you gotta earn that shit, all right? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) But I don't know what kind of situations he's been in where you can nod your head yes, but you want to say no. But clearly he's been in, he's been there, right? I don't know what that looks like. Just, (laughs) girl in the back of his Lamborghini. Just, (laughs) just... (laughs) <laughs> God, that's so fucked up, and I was thinking I was driving here, I'm like, I don't want to do that in front of people, but I, I, need a, I need a check, right? God, I feel uncomfortable. I was driving here, and I have this, th- I have this theory that I don't think when you're texting and driving, I don't, think that, I don't think texting and driving kills people. I think Facebook Messenger and driving kills people because Facebook Messenger has this shitty little thing that tells you when people have seen your messages. So I'll be at a stoplight and, people, and my, my girlfriend will be like, oh hey, you wanna go see Wicked? And, and she'll know that I've seen it. If I don't respond to that shit, she's gonna think like, if I, if, I, if, I, if I take 10 minutes to get to my place, then I respond, I'm like, yeah, sure. She's like, well, I think you're just saying that now, you know? Aww. So I, don't, I think text messages are fine. I think, I think that makes sense. You can just, you can wait on those, right? There's no time limit. Uh, But there's too much pressure with Facebook Messenger. Anyway, (laughs) thanks. All right, I just wanted to try out some new stuff. Thank you very much, you guys. Oh, oh no, I want to give it to these nice people, because I cheated, and I'm going to pass out flyers. But you guys should definitely do that, too. Support Mutiny and stuff, yeah? All right, thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Ian Kung, he's absolutely right. You guys should support Mutiny Radio. I had a friend when I my boy my uh, he was boyfriend at the time but then he became my husband but now he's my ex-husband but we were in we were in uh, we were in veterinary school together and I was just there he was in it but I was and there was a guy named Ian Stone Again, this is a story for you he's the only other Ian I've ever known but he was Ian Stone and we used to call him Ian Stone the walking disaster you are not a walking disaster. And it's just, he's the only other Ian I ever knew. So I keep thinking, Ian Kung, and it's because it's a singular syllable name. So I'm like, Ian Kung, the walking disaster. No, no, not at all. He's doing just fine. He's driving his mom's Escalade. And <laughs> fucking going to Berkeley. Okay, off with you. Go to your other off and mic. Thank you for passing out flyers. Yay. Fight. <laughs> F- was that a fight the power, or I'm with you in the power <laughs> fist? Oh, okay, with you in the power fist. I was like, okay, this is good. Uh, your next comedian, wow, drinking a Budweiser. I never would have guessed it. That is very incongruous to your nature. It's <laughs> like you're in the Matrix right now and they made you drink Budweiser. I don't know how that happened. You guys are gonna laugh your asses off. He's professional. Uh, put your hands together. You do the still, you're still doing this show at the, at the... Yeah, every Saturday. Every Saturday at the 222 Hides. You guys gotta uh, email him to try to get to be a part of that. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Richard Sarvate. <laughs>
13: Hello. Hello, everybody. Yes, I love drinking, and this is the closest alcohol in, in the vicinity. This is what I have. I, I love it so much, like, and I, I told my doctor that I drink a lot, and he's like, listen, 14 drinks a week. That's the maximum. 14 drinks a week. And I, uh, but I asked him, I said, what happens if you're going through like a 20 drinks a week depression? What then? Should, you, should I just drink the normal 14 drinks and then supplement with cocaine? Or is there a different breakdown that you recommend? You guys actually think this is serious. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize I look like a person that does cocaine. <laughs> wow, that's great. I always wanted to be a person who looks like they do cocaine. Uh, I love eating like really unhealthy food, but I, uh, to be safe, I use a dental dam. <laughs> You know, just, (laughs) things can get, you, all sorts of weird stuff can go in your mouth if you don't use a dental dam. (laughs) And and I, I look weird with a dental dam and a bib at the same time, like, my whole body is covered in plastic. (laughs) I use a bib because I like to be clean while eating fried chicken. I also use a napkin on my lap uh, because I hate being dirty when getting a lap dance. You know, you cover this area because it could get messy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this is... uh, I used to think that if I fixed a girl's computer really well, she would have sex with me. (laughs) 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 I really... There was this one girl in college who went to her her dorm room, fixed her computer, like, she was getting blue screen to death. Like, I reformatted, installed windows, defragged everything. It was amazing. She was like, thank you so much. Thank you. I guess I'll see you next week. See you next week. Well, what about the sex? I d- did I not fix her computer well enough? <laughs> like two weeks later, I saw her kissing another guy. I was like, what the fuck? This guy must be a genius with computers. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Somebody feels my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, he knows, he's, (laughs) oh, man. Um, Let's see. Guys, this is really depressing. I found my business card on the ground. (laughs) 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 After a comedy show, on the ground. There's nothing more depressing than seeing your face on the ground, smiling at the ceiling, through a shoe mark. (laughs) Just like, you know, comedian, actor, litter. <laughs> I guess that might be, <laughs> might be more depressing than a joke. Thank you, yes. Uh, I went to uh, Starbucks and the barista yells out, Grande ice water for Sarah. Grande ice water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, do we have to use, like, is, do we have to use Starbucks language constantly when we're in this venue? Like, if I'm talking to my friend, do I have to be like, oh, man, if I don't get a job soon, I'm, uh, I'm going to be in venti trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just venti, venti trouble. <laughs> Look at that guy over there. He's so tall. And by that, I mean tiny. Tiny. <laughs> I'd love to see like a porno filmed at Starbucks, you know? Like like, like oh my god, you're so venti. <laughs> so <laughs> venti. <laughs> Alright, I'm Richard Sarbato, Thank you very much.
1: Starbucks porn? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh venti, venti big. Nice. Your foam inside me feels so good. <laughs> your hot milk foam. I, I want to <laughs> see the Starbucks porn now. You're going to make a million dollars, Richard Cervantes, writing and producing the this, this Starbucks porn. <laughs> I'll do a scene. I don't have a problem with that. We can, It'll be good. I'll be th- I'm really good at frothing the milk, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. You can clean off, clean off the frothy thing. That's nice. (laughs) See, everybody wants the Starbucks porn. Absolutely. Uh, Even your next comedian. Walk-in freezer secrets. Now that's that's a Ramsay's kitchen nightmare. It's different kind of porn. That's more like a. That's it's much grosser. There's mold involved. We don't don't ever put mold near your pussy. There's enough yeast there to tackle all those problems. Uh, I had. I'm just gonna stop talking and bring up our next comedian. Put your hands together. It's Yaka V.
6: Thank you, thank you. How we doing? Awesome. I don't know how to feel right now because Richard said that he thought I was Connor, the first comedian. I'm like, God damn! If he had like Mar fans and was a giant or some shit, I don't know. You gotta prepare with your beer, though. That's the one thing I learned about Mutiny. I got two six-packs at Food Max for like $17, and they're both Lagunitas. What? Yeah, Food Max. Who knows the Food Max little song? Does anyone know? <laughs> Food Max, maximize your shopping power, Food Max. Yeah. No, no one? Shit. You'll get drunk for cheap. Memorize that shit anyways <laughs> i feel like tommy knows it he's in there giggling no you been to food max anyways i don't know food maxes i don't really know they're out here in the city probably um in the east bay there a lot i'm from the east 14th and bay folsom. 14th in folsom oh cool well i'll probably uh, I'll, i don't think i ever go to that one because i'm i'm stuck in my hometown out in the east bay out in hayward anyone know that city yeah yeah what's that Exactly. Well, you know, a lot of people say they're like, "Oh, I lived in the city and I had to move to the East Bay. Why well, I had to move to Oakland?" But you know, they they should stop complaining because at least they don't have to live in Hayward. You know, <laughs> I mean, Hayward is like Oakland's like, eh, boring <laughs> second cousin that just gave up on his dreams and just got a job driving an East Bay Paratransit bus. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, they say Hayward's the heart of the Bay but I think that's about as true as rigatoni's being authentic Italian, you know? <laughs> I don't know, but um, if you're on a freeway driving by one you might you might stop off but at rigatoni's you're gonna be, you know, filling up on pasta food, but in Hayward you'll probably be just getting some, you know, substandard meth, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hayward's an interesting place. Um, well, it's really not, but I designed my set around it so I gotta pretend it is. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know, I was riding my bike the other day down my street because my car, it's just, it's terrible. And um, I saw this bum who lives at the creek, he's like, I call him the Creek Squatch, Uh, he's just, (laughs) he's fucking huge. And he was uh, at this little, you know, memorial at the corner and I was like, "What, what is going on there? There's. There's a memorial on the corner. That means someone died. You definitely don't want to see a memorial in your neighborhood. And then you're like, oh, it's a gang member memorial. Gang still exists in Hayward? Like, yeah, I thought that died out a while ago. And uh, he was stealing a candle. And I was like, good Lord. If this man will steal an offering to the dead, Lord knows what he'll steal from my house when he has the opportunity. I don't know. Just one time someone broke into the house and. They didn't steal anything. I think they got consumer anxiety, or they're just like, "Fuck, I might as well just broke into the Salvation Army because it's just it's a nightmare in here." <laughs> but uh, just <laughs> books, books everywhere. But um, yeah, Hayward, it's just it's it's not it's not the greatest place. It's not the worst place. It uh, it makes me paranoid about staying in motels out of town um, or hotels for that matter. Cause uh, I made the mistake of one time staying in one in my hometown, and that was terrible. We were at a party, and they're like, "Hey, we're too drunk. Let's just get a hotel." And like, what happened to getting a cab, you know? And we stay there, and we wake up to the police, but it's not the, not the normal police. It's the murder police, and they're like, "Hey, uh, did you see anything last night?" And we're like, "No, we were, uh, we were passed out." And they're like, hey, uh, well, this guy, he died down the hall. And we're like, he died? They're like, well, he was beaten to death. So we're like, I don't know what's worse. Did he just choose to die in the hotel, or did he actually get murdered there? So now every time I go to a hotel, I'm like, this place is too clean. Someone must have died here, but then I realize I'm not in Hayward, and that's a good thing. (laughs) But anyways, uh, thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. (laughs)
1: favorite topic of people here at happy hour <laughs> yeah it's the shining his ghost will come back and, and write jokes for you it'll be really fun uh no i'm sorry that was i'm sorry that you uh were part and parcel to a murder the other day that's a terrible thing uh, your next comedian, Well, we. I think there might have been a murder outside earlier during <laughs> Tess Berry's set. She's just like a champion, just plowed right on through. She's like, oh, murderous screaming outside? No big deal. Just kind of keep telling jokes. Um, everybody clap again for Trina Roderick, doing the ones and twos for you guys. You're all going to want to tune in to her new podcast, Diversity Training, on Sundays from 6 to 8, where she's going to take comedians of differing backgrounds and make them do diversity exercises together. So it would be like, say, Enrique Ochoa and Brandon Stokes and Trina Roderick in a room <laughs> doing diversity exercises on the radio for everyone trying not to get in a fist fight. Your next comedian, he is diverse, but he, I, don't, I don't think you'd ever get in a fist fight with anybody. I think that that is completely against your nature. Is that a, I love you you're wearing Chewbacca on your shirt. Chewbacca for life. And he's even playing some guitar there. Nice. I love it. Ah, chewy. Chewy for life. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. It's Joseph Ugalde.
14: It's <laughs> uh, right mic. I don't know which one. They both work, man. I'm ambidextrous. So it's been about three weeks since I've been here, folks. And uh, happy to say I've lost uh, five, maybe six pounds since the last time I was here. <laughs> hey. <coughs> it's true. Um, uh, I was apparently uh, having a couple of uh, IPAs right before bed, not conducive to a sexy body. I had, had no idea that that was a thing. Like what? I've stumbled across, I think I've stumbled across a breakthrough in dietary uh, science, so I might write a book. Um, the thing is, you know, at a certain point, gentlemen, uh, you start to get what they call a dad bod. You know? It happens. And, and I thought, I, I, I'm I nobody's dad, I shouldn't have a dad bod. So I figured I either needed to go on a diet or get someone pregnant. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, so, I, so I, th- all I did was I, I uh, cut out the beer. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's going all right. I still drink wine, though. You yeah. know, because uh, yeah, I was trying to switch to wine anyway, trying to be more sophisticated. You know, but it, it all tastes the same to me. You know, and I'm pretty cheap. I got to the wine bar the other day. I looked at the menu. And I said, huh, ah, like a glass of the corkage fee." <laughs> Bartender looks at me and says, "That's the corkage fee, sir." <laughs> I said, "Well, I'll have that then." No bargain. I see one. Gave him five bucks, you open a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> that's right, that's right. For, uh, it was Christmas recently, or Hanukkah, uh, and uh, I got uh, a gift from my mom. I got a slow cooker. That's a very hot thing nowadays. <laughs> oh, I did, okay, I did not mean that. Um, and she, she gave it to me with a cookbook um, uh, that had what they call uh, dump meals. This is a hot new thing now, where you put all your, your stuff, all your ingredients to everything in the meal in one pot. And I'm thinking, of all the words in the English language, <laughs> dump was the most appetizing one they could think of. <laughs> I'm just thinking, do I really want to take tips from these people? I had a rough gig a couple of weeks ago, I played at a, uh, did a set at a deli. It was a deli out by the beach, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah. I did that. It was all right, so I felt kind of at home at a deli, you know. Yeah. My middle name is Reuben, so... Yeah. So, there's that. Speaking of which, uh, a new study came out recently. It's found that uh, people who eat grilled cheese sandwiches on a regular basis have sex more often than people who don't. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's true. It's not... I thought, uh, great. That means stoners and toddlers are getting more action than I am. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Uh, Richard was talking about uh, Starbucks. Uh, my favorite place is, uh, is uh, this place, Phil's Coffee. It's very, very hot now, yeah. Um, did you know one of the investors in that company is Snoop Dogg? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. No it's true. This yeah. is a true food. Yeah. Um, and I thought, ah, that explains why it takes them five minutes to pour me a cup of coffee. Because mm. mm. it only comes out in a drizzle. Ah! <laughs> See, I'm going for a more sophisticated sort of humor. and uh, I know, I'm trying, that's my... <laughs> My New Year's resolution was no more wordplay. I want I striking political commentary. I went. So, uh, I read an article recently that there's a hot new thing. Um, uh, you've heard of the Kegel? W- women do this exercise, to so tighten up your private parts. Well, there, did you know that there's a male Kegel? Yes, so men, you can get better control of your of your penis equipment uh, by simply tightening up your muscles as though you were trying to restrain uh, your uh, urine if you had to pee, Um, and it gives you better control during sex. Uh, Try it all, everybody. Try it right now, gentlemen. Yeah, give it a shot. You're doing it. Yeah. See. See. Some comedians will just make you roll with laughter, but I will actually leave you with a stronger penis. That's, (laughs) that, that is entertainment, my friends. Oh man, I think that is about it. Thanks, Sam Joseph.
1: and I forgot to, I forgot to honk him. And I love wordplay, never stop it. Uh, the next comedian, uh, I, I haven't met you before, or maybe I have, but I was drunk, I don't remember. Uh, her name, I'm gonna say it right. You guys are gonna clap wildly because she's never been here before. Fiorentina? Florentina. Florentina, uh, Lagasse. Tanasse. <laughs> Florentina Tagasse, everybody put your hands together,
15: yay! <laughs> wow, four sips, you are a lightweight um yes this is my first time up here and my name is florentina but i'm getting kind of tired of having people ask me what my name means and it means flower but when i tell people this they kind of get a disappointed look on their face and i'm just like wait just hold on a second like what were you on this like adventure to like cure cancer, and then my answer was the key to unlocking it, but now like my answer's just not good enough for you. It's like, fuck, fuck you, just like back off a little bit, okay? My name is my name. Now I just fuck with people. I just tell them that I was named after a sex position. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sex position, and basically it's when your go- guy goes down on you, and he just... <laughs> <laughs> like a flower petal, like, you know, you're a flower petal. And then in your mind, you're thinking, he loves me, he loves me not. <laughs> <laughs> and then after an hour, you're like, I'm k- I keep going, you know, I'm not stopping. After an hour, when his jaw locks up, you're just like, forget it, just pluck me. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> what, you asked officer, Jeez, okay. <laughs> Do you ever have a friend who starts texting you and they're like, hey, what's up? And you're like, Not much. And then they text you back right away. And then you're just like texting back and forth, back and forth until, until you have a question for them. And then it's just radio silence. You're like, what the fuck? Congratulations. You just kept somebody company while they were taking a shit. (laughs) You get, you hear three hours later, like, sorry man, I was at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I work at a hospital. I'm an x-ray tech. So I look at people's bones, and whatever they have shoved up their ass, yeah, yeah? <laughs> Doing my, my public duty. And people are very knowledgeable now about their health and shit, and they really, people are very aware of what x-rays do to their bodies and shit. Like, you know, th- they're the type of people who watch too many medical shows, and all of a sudden they're experts. Like, um, I have this lead shield, and I have to cover people up to make sure they don't get over-radiated. But people are always like, you know, cover more, cover more, you know? And like, I had this one guy's like, hey, can you cover up my Diet Coke and fries? I don't want you to nuke all the nutrients out of my food. You (laughs) know? I'm just like, all right, Dr. House, (laughs) get right on that. Um, I looked up the symptoms for Asperger's the other day, and I was like, oh shit, I think I have it. But then I was like, well, maybe I have um, hypochondria, which is the fear of not knowing a word's definition. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know, I I think I'm gonna be okay, guys. (laughs) I was at a restaurant recently, and no matter what, like from the get-go, I tell them, no cilantro. You know, and they're like, okay, I just asked if you wanted water, and I'm like, none, no, please. Me and Cilantro, we're like a lesbian and a dick, (coughs) you know, like, you have to present it to me a certain way. Like, I'll watch somebody eating cilantro, but there's no way that's getting anywhere near my mouth, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first comedian was wearing... um, camouflage and you really have to be careful in the city wearing ca- camouflage and I made this mistake once of assuming somebody was a bum. I was outside this building <laughs> and <laughs> this guy walks up like he's just standing by our group like not saying much and I look at him just you know with my judgy eyes I'm like uh, can we help you and <laughs> I know I'm a dick and he's like um, no, I'm just trying to get in the building. And and then I do the other assholey thing where I know I'm right. Have you ever had that feeling where you just know you're right? So so I try to convince this guy like why well, he's a bum and I say, "Well, then why are you holding a cup?" And he's like, Th- "This is my coffee." And I was like, "But you just opened that um, recycling bin." And he's like, "Yeah, cuz I fucking recycle." So <laughs> don't don't be judgy, guys. It's going to make you look like an asshole. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Florentina is not a sex position. She is a comedian. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> oh, that fun, wonderful work. Uh, welcome back. Anytime, keep coming. Yay. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to try to come in that position tonight, actually, Florentina. Mm-hmm. Your next comedian is another funny man. He runs, do you still run uh, your show at Stageworks? Oh, it's just the setup now. It's just the setup now. So now you're with Richard Savante at your 222 Hide every Saturday. You guys, you gotta send him a video and you get booked and uh, I'm sure it's packed every week because you guys are like marketing gurus, of course, in in a wonderful space. Uh, Put your hands together, everybody. It's Abhay Nakarni.
16: Hello, people. Um, I just found out that one of my neighbors is kind of racist, but I'm not sure what to do because she's 95 years old and suffers from Alzheimer's. Yeah, she doesn't rem- remember her name, but she never forgets to say some racist shit once in a while, you know? Mm. <laughs> like, she just gets up every morning, and she's like, I'm not sure who I am, but I just hate that brown guy across the hall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that is the cure to Alzheimer's, just pure old racism, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll, they'll invent a uh, tablet for her, some kind of pill that'll just make you more racist, but you'll remember stuff, you know? It'll be sponsored by Trump and company, like that's... <laughs> Or maybe the other angle could work, too. Maybe Alzheimer's is the cure to racism, you know? Because as you think about something hateful to say, you forget why you were angry in the first place, you know? Okay. The reverse doesn't work. (laughs) Um, I almost died today, guys. I almost got T-boned by a car, just like a Prius, just coming in right this way. And then I was going this way. I was in a cab. And then the guy just swerved to the left. And he was like, it's okay." We'll we'll survive. I was like, Yeah, you're not getting you're not getting a five star for this Uber ride. Like this is not so I'm lucky to be here guys. That's all I'm saying. Happy to be here. Uh, I was at a grocery store um, today and uh I gave the guy a dollar bill and the guy was like inspecting it to the light. He's like <laughs> That's a fake dollar bill. I was like, Nobody makes fake dollar bills. You know, like that would just be a bad business man. Like that's If you're making fake $1 bills, then you don't understand how money works. Like, that's (laughs) not a legitimate... That would be like if I started selling VHS cassettes (laughs) expecting to make a profit. You know, like, that's not how that works. Um, I've been thinking about death a lot today because I almost died. And uh, (laughs) I was thinking about this, like, some people actually sign up to be cryogenically frozen so they can be revived in the future, you know? It's a very interesting idea. Like, to die and then be brought back to life, like, centuries from now. I think it's going to be a harder life, though. Because like, you, when, you, when you wake up and you're back from the dead, how are you going to find a job? <laughs> like, you go to a job interview, some guy's going to be like, "Uh, you haven't worked for 400 years. <laughs> how do you explain this gap in unemployment? Like, that's... Not something that'll work. And your skills won't be relevant. I mean, our skills aren't relevant five years from now. What do you think? Like, it, like that. getting a job in the future would be like if the Egyptian mummies came back from the dead and built a pyramid to get a job at Facebook. You know, like, that's not <laughs> relevant skills. Like, it's, it doesn't work that way. Um, I saw two people getting into a fight today, and I wasn't sure what to do. Because, uh, you know, it's always confusing to me to see what what to do when I see two people fighting, you know, because I don't know if I should help out to pick a side, break up the fight, call the cops. So I did what every good human being would do, and I filmed that shit. (laughs) 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 And put it on YouTube to promote my show, (laughs) 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 Uh, thesetupsf.com. You know, I keep thinking about uh, where we're headed in terms of technology, and the biggest invention, I think, that does not get any credit has to be voicemail, you know? Because voicemail was invented by a procrastinator, you know? Some guy was getting calls incessantly from his boss, and he was like, I need to delay this guy's voice somehow. And um, it's just changed the way we communicate now, because when you get one voicemail, it's important. When you get two voicemails, somebody's in the hospital. When you get three voicemails, somebody's dead. Like, that's (laughs) just how it is, you know? Uh, Anyway, I'm going to leave you guys on that voicemail joke. Thanks, guys. Bring it back, I'm Benjamin.
1: Okay, oh, hey, now nah, Carney. Everybody, go right. Well, not right now, but like after the show, go on the Facebooks and add the setup and and go see their shows on Saturday nights. Thanks. But yeah, of course, but not tomorrow, Saturday night, because tomorrow you need to be here because we have a special uh, comedy. Just because we can. That's what I'm calling Saturday nights. When someone from out of town's like, "Hey, can you throw a show for me?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So there's this guy, uh, Terry Williams, who's coming from New Zealand. And uh, he's gonna do a show and and that's gonna be exciting. And then on the 23rd, we have Andy Picaro coming out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So that'll be fun. So those are on Saturdays and they're very rare, but please come tomorrow and the following Saturday. Comedians are free, everybody else is five bucks. Your next comedian is not a comedian. You guys are having a musical interlude. No, 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 this is exciting and wonderful. We have a musical interlude. Um, this beautiful musician and, and I have been talking to each other on the Facebooks and missing each other back and forth. Like, over time, she, she wanted to do the Sunday thing, but no one was interested in the Sunday thing. But I'm really excited that she's here now. So you guys get to uh, hear the beauty and wonderment of Esel Johnson. <laughs>
8: are
9: fantastic oh thank you (laughs) um i'm gonna perform one song it's some it's a original song i wrote it's called the beginning
1: like how to make her beat, her, her sound. Because we're listening to her beautiful sound the whole time and we finally figured it out. And she's like, that's it. Iselle <laughs> Johnson, yay! Yay, yay! yay! <laughs> and then yay! <laughs> uh, your next comedian coming up, she she is a treat. Absolutely, it's you. You're looking at left and right. <laughs> it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. She was actually on the showcase last week and murdered it. Like, I've been talking all week about raging everything. I'm like, rage sees candies, rage falafels, <laughs> rage. Sorry, she had a really great set last week. You guys are gonna enjoy it today. Everybody put your hands together. It's Mary Bushy.
17: Thank you, Pam. Everyone give it up for Pam. She's always like, she's the fucking best. Quentin Tarantino's wet dream. (laughs) Um, far out. Okay, um, I'm gonna get real with you guys right now. Um, I don't know if you've already heard the news. You probably have. But, like, I don't even, I feel like, what's the point now? Like, if Charles Manson can't find love, then who can? This is an old joke. He broke up. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he broke up with Star last year. Do you remember that? Stephon's like, oh, no, not Star. Uh, first there was Squeaky, then there was Frommy or something. <laughs> 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 One of the Manson family members actually used to live in my house, and those old hippies come up to me every now and then. They're like, hey, you know, you know. <laughs> The Manson family member used to live in that house. I'm like, yeah, stop stop telling people because I've had like three um, hot prowls now. Um, Anyway, I don't know. I should have prepared more tonight. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Charles Manson broke up with Star because she was going to use his body in like a death museum when he died. And he was like, whoa, whoa. That is insane, because I'm gonna live forever, Star. What are you thinking? <laughs> um, so, this and that. Um, have you guys ever met James Conrad? <laughs> he's the guy playing chess on his phone all the time. <laughs> uh, we're friends on Facebook, we're like homies. Uh, he gets mad when I call him Charles Manson, cause he's 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is from Connecticut and loves to play fe- chess on his phone and then post it on your Facebook and be like easy your captions are always like yeah i've nailed it you're just a- i love James Conrad he's a fascinating person um, if you were a heavy metal band it would be pantera I didn't know what I was James Conrad, everyone, he's my favorite because he laughs at everyone and he's the best. Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) um, so I'm not going out anymore, Um, sobered up, (laughs) not really, but like I don't want to be, I've never been that girl who wears sequins and like sits there in the daytime and it's like, hmm, I think I'm going to take some PCP and wear stilts tonight. Um, You know, be like, hey, you know what? Tonight I'm gonna crack and chill. They all go out looking like Jennifer Lawrence that night, and in their like sexy dresses, and then come home looking like John Bonet. <laughs> I actually want to be Je- John, dead John Bonet for Halloween. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, do it. Uh, <laughs> Um, speaking of drugs, I was really into taking, doing ecstasy relay as a kid. I'd put my ecstasy pa- tablets in, uh, my lithium medication box or whatever, and then random days be rolling out <laughs> instead of, you know, <laughs> leveling out my mania, um, get super manic instead. Alright, this is gonna be my last thing. Everyone's talking about New Year's resolutions. I'm gonna show you my New Year's resolutions from when I was 21 real quick. So here we go, one, Merry New Year's Resolution, age 21, Uh, one, to find a reason to live, (laughs) Uh, two, to find out what swag means, (laughs) three, to roll my cigs, four, to start smoking, five, to admit to my parents that the money was for pole dancing classes. Six, to not cry every time I see a penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, seven, to get fucked by River Phoenix's ghost in my sleep. Yes. <laughs> and eight, to go to an AA meeting. <laughs> All right, that's my time. What I'm married. Oh, uh this year's? Oh, uh, this year's was, oh, I want to, um, I, I want to get fucked by River Phoenix's ghost still. It hasn't happened. <laughs> and then maybe, like... I don't know. No, Find. No, I don't know. It's like, remove my shitty tattoos. How about that? <laughs> Thank you.
1: Keep it clapping for Mary Bushy. Yes! Yeah. Never remove any of your disgusting tattoos. I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know if they're disgusting or not. But my first tattoo was a cross. I have a cross on my ankle, and I was like, oh. I was like, I'm gonna get something on my life that will be with me forever.
8: <laughs>
1: knock knock. Who's there? Jesus. Jesus. Who is there? I know. Like right. <laughs> I have a tattoo cross on my fucking ankle. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. It's great. It's <laughs> so perfect. Uh, hey, your next comedian—he's a funny guy. He wear. When do you wear your big hat? Is it? Is winter time? Do you wear your big sun hat in the winter? Yeah, I just
18: have to stand in the
1: sun. Are you? Are you allergic to the sun?
18: Yeah, I have like a really sensitive skin.
1: Vintage. I didn't realize. I don't. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to bully you. I'm sorry. I'm such a bully. Why do you wear that big fucking hat? <laughs> it's a winter time. No sin. Uh Hey guys, he's a really funny guy. Put it together for Zang Noah, yay!
18: Uh, guys, uh, I have a roommate, uh, he's gay, and his name is LaMichael. So, like, I don't, either he wasn't born with his name, or his parents are just, like, super psychic. Uh, alright, next joke. (laughs) Humans are pretty superficial, that's what I've realized, you know? Like, we pretend we're not, but we are, like, I remember in middle school, I had a crush on this girl, you know? She was the most intelligent girl I ever met in my life, and then, like... The summer before before high school, she gained 20 pounds, and like, I realized like she's way dumber than I thought she was. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking speaking of middle school, do you guys do you guys remember do you guys remember when the class was broken up into like smart kids and visual learners? Do you guys, <laughs> do you guys remember that? Like, it was like somewhat of a misnomer, cause like. The smart kids learned visually, and the visual kids didn't learn at all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, trans people. All right. So I know a lot of you pr- here probably think you're like very accepting of trans people, but I call it bullshit. All right. No, because you ask yourself this question. Okay, would you have sex with a trans person? I did. All right. Good for you. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Some of you others, uh, no, like, really good for you, that's very tolerant, like, good, good job, dude. Anyway, like, the other, <laughs> for the rest of you, like, if you ask yourself this question, like, would you have sex with a trans person? Like, if the answer is no, then you're actually kind of full of shit, you know, if you think you're tolerant. And if the answer is yes, then you're Stefan, then good for you. Alright, uh, trans people, I think trans women are very uh, brave, you know, Caitlyn Jenner is maybe not a good example of that, but other trans women, they're really brave. You know, they're like (laughs) super, they're like superheroes, you know, that's why I call them X-Men, which they don't like at all. (laughs) Uh, My grandpa went in for surgery a few years ago. Uh, uh, I don't really know what the operation was for, but it was very serious. And uh, right before his operation, I decided to look up the doctor, Uh, I decided to Google him. You know, like, who's this guy who's gonna work on my grandpa? Uh, On his LinkedIn page, this doctor said, Uh, education, University of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, my grandpa's dead guys, so... (laughs) (laughs) Alright, if 30 is the new 20, then if you bang a 20 year old, is that like having sex with a 19th century child? Just food for thoughts. (laughs) Uh, Model selfies. Alright, models have been taking selfies and posting them on Facebook like a makeup-free selfies. Have you guys heard about this? Yeah. Yeah. Just to, you know, they want to show young girls that they are in fact way better looking than them (laughs) in real life. Uh, Skinny jeans, uh, I really like to uh, wear them, not because I like skinny jeans, but because they're always on sale, you know, because no one else likes them either. (laughs) All right, thank you, Pam. Gentrification, uh, the city is becoming very gentrified. And uh, apparently, this happened before I came to the city. And I was just, like, looking around. And if this is post-gentrification, like, how much of a shithole did this used to be? You know? Uh-huh. Like, it's uh-huh. crazy. Like, and my friend right outside here, he got his laptop stolen. You know, like, this overweight woman came and, like, stole a laptop. And, guys, when, like, overweight people are committing, like, running thefts, you know the, the economic times are pretty bad. You know? <laughs> <sighs> I wish I could leave you. I will leave you with something better. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to work at a department store, and uh, right when we were closing up for the day, a black gentleman walked into the store, and I was like, I'm sorry, sir, we're closed. And he's like, oh, I see how it is. <laughs> and I'm like, no, sir, Like seriously, we are closed. You know, I'm not into that whole racial thing. It's not about that. And he just looked at me, and I looked at him, and me at gunpoint, while we'll I emptied out the cash register, guys. <laughs> so, all right, back to Pam. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam, Noah, how's school going this semester? Good, school this semester is good. He's at Berkeley, too. All these smart kids doing their thing. Oh, don't, don't leave before Stefan Massey said. Everybody, like, does some mass exudes. It's crazy. Stay for Stefan. Come on. We love this guy. We've got Aldo. He just did a whole 360 with his head to watch you get up. That was exciting. Hey, alright. David Zunzou is here. Don't let the dog out the door. We can't, we, can't, we can't let the dog out the door. He'll run away and we love him too much. Just like our next comedian. I am so entranced that he's finally growing his beard back. Uh, it's, it, it's part of you, you know? It's just a, it makes you look like how I know you are. Put your hands together, the very funny Stephen Massey.
12: <laughs> well, uh, I guess the fact that half the people in the room left has answered the question, uh, can I be up here for five minutes, without everyone in the room uh, just thinking about how I just volunteered the fact that I had sex with a trans woman. That, that's been answered succinctly. Uh, I'm a little surprised, Pam, that you didn't bring up the fact that I'm not wearing my signature flannel. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, this is a newly uh, purchased, very comfortable uh, hoodie from Calyx. Uh, and I hope you don't mind that I'm uh, supporting the competition tonight. Who's <laughs> Calyx? There we go. That answers that question. Uh, there. <laughs> It's, it's Berkeley's college radio station. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, so it's actually it's been a pretty good week. Um, I got back from uh, Oregon on Monday. Uh, but, you know, really, for me, a good week just means that I didn't have to uh, Google how do I socialize yet. Uh-huh. That's all that that means. It's, it's going to happen, and, and the only thing I can really take solace in is the fact that I won't be the first person who's had to Google that. Um <laughs> uh so this is is far from fleshed out but I want to I want to like start doing it at least but um I saw Sisters uh the Tina Fey Amy Poehler movie it was really funny um but there was one scene in the movie when Amy Poehler sits down with her love interest in the movie and they start smoking a joint and I'm just really confused because it seems to me that there's a lot of these movies these these comedies where Uh, weed brings people together and, like, initiates uh, a greater level of social connection. And, like, who in Judd Apatow's camp has, like, smoked a joint and then had some kind of life-changing experience? Because I cannot for the life of me recall any time that I had smoked a joint and did anything other than watch a dumb movie or played video games for several hours on end. I'm, I'm just really curious who's Championing weed as a as a party drug, uh, <laughs> so i I think that there's that there's two kinds of comics and and before I even get into this, I, I just want to preface it by saying that I feel that I'm firmly in the first camp, but I feel that the two kinds of comics can be separated can be uh, are analogous to two movie hecklers that I once saw. The first was this kid. Uh, watching that I saw at a Quantum of Solace years ago and he was just making a joke at every possible opportunity thinking he was the most hilarious person in the world while everyone was telling him to shut up Uh, and the second uh, the more seasoned comic was exemplified by this woman in the crowd when I saw Cloverfield and Cloverfield, if you don't know, is a found footage uh, monster movie, and this camera just gets beat up by this giant uh, monster for 90 minutes, and then finally it falls out of a helicopter, and it's still rolling, and the whole theater is dead quiet, and then this woman says, I don't know what kind of camera that is, but I want one. (laughs) And that, for me, exemplifies the better side of of comedy. I'm working on it, guys. Um... (laughs) So, I uh, used to work at a company that bought and sold uh, used gift cards, and uh, it's a very shady business. It's it's, uh, one of the easiest ways to perpetrate fraud, and so we'd have to, like, make sure that the people we were dealing with were on the level. And one of the ways we did that was we'd ask them for a cross-street to the address they gave us on their profile. And the absolute best response I got to that question was when a guy told me that he lived adjacent to Ball's Graveyard Road. (laughs) And uh, honestly that was a little tinged with sadness for me because when he said it to me it was very flat, there was no expectation in his voice that he was going to get a laugh of any kind. And it's like just imagine being brought up to think that Ball's Graveyard Road isn't the height of hilarity. That's, that's, that's tragic to me. I tweeted about that a little while after I discovered it, and a friend of mine told me that the only thing that was even close to a contender for a uh, street name funnier than that was a place she lived near called Fang Boner Road. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, I'm Stephen Massey, thanks. <laughs>
1: What did she know about my Yahoo profile, (laughs) fangboner69? Like that's impossible for people to know that, fangboner69. Your next comedian, I got to see if there's any people outside smoking, because your next comedian's, your next comedian's from LA, nobody cares, they don't care. Uh, Your next comedian's from LA, that means you haven't heard any of his jokes and he's going, you're going to be absolutely blinded, he's going to, he's going to blind you with his ways of science. You guys put your hands together, it's Ricky Science! Science, science. Fucking love this
19: place. Like, this is where the revolution is gonna happen in San Francisco, you know? This, I feel like this is where the Black Panthers got together. <laughs> this space, it just feels very just, you know, just low-tax bracket, just real. Just all the revolutionaries come here, clearly. I love this fucking place. This is the one spot that hasn't got gentrified in San Francisco. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Such a cool church for us. I love this place, Pam. Great energy in here. I'm not not embarrassed to be poor in this place. You know, this is the <laughs> one place where I'm like, this is our church. This is why we're here. Good energy in here. You should do some orgies in here. they will be really solid. Wednesdays. You know, <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I just came from my fucking cousin's basketball game, I surprised him, he goes to O'Connell here, and I live in LA, so I'm not in town, so I'm like, let me run over to fucking see my cousin his basketball game. This piece of shit is on the bench with poor grades. So I'm fucking showing up, I'm like, yeah, you know, checking all these little minorities out there, warming up, doing the little layups and shit, and I'm like, yeah, you know, where's the little cuzzo? And I fucking look at the corner of my eye and I see some little fucking pipsqueak recording over here on the bench, and I'm like, that's him. What is he doing? (laughs) He's recording. He's on recorder fucking duty. His 1.69 grade point average has him not playing basketball. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. You know how many beautiful women I could have had coffee with, you know what I'm saying, during this duration? Like, I could have, I could have, like, got laid tonight. I I, I decided to do the good uncle thing and go watch this fucking kid. I'm a piece of shit. I (laughs) I shouldn't even relate it that way, but I don't know. I was... Fucking Ubered it. $7.50 to take an Uber from my house to O'Connell High School. <laughs> Sitting in the bench watching kids I don't give a fuck about while my fucking cousin is on the fucking bench over there. Good uncle person. I'm a good uncle person. I could have been a good pussy person too, but I fucking nothing. Nothing. This is what I have to show for. <laughs> I, I didn't get fucking, I didn't get good grades in high school either. I, I love basketball. I actually played in college, City College basketball, but in my high school years, I, I had a 0.00, so I didn't play, you know? But I didn't tell him that, you know? I just told him he's a piece of shit. No, nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. Kids, it's crazy how kids grow like that. They grow through those experiences. And high school is a crazy time, man. High school's a crazy time for kids. They're so like, it's funny, because I took a picture with them. I was like, come here, put the camcorder up. We're gonna go on Facebook and I'm gonna blast your ass and be like, I came to my cousin's game and fucking, and he was on the bench. And he was like, no, man, stop, stop playing around. I was like, get your ass over here. I'm gonna embarrass your ass on social media. And I did. <laughs> you look me up right now, it's a picture, me and my cousin in his little camcorder. Piece of shit. Oh, uh, what do I want to talk about? Uh, good to be back home, you know, because I always get, my bank account always gets reloaded, reloaded with, like, my parents and shit, you know, because they help me out and shit, and that really makes the experience of coming home that much more beautiful, because I come back, I go back to L.A. feeling like whatever, but at the same time, I'm like a puppet, because my parents help me, and they, my, like, my parents single-handedly keep me alive, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I'm on basically life support, like I'm on a wireless life support machine, that's what it is, from LA, they like keep me alive. And, and it, it just like, it feels like kind of like trust fundy, I think that's why it's an addiction, because if, oh, this is my little trust fund kind of feeling, I'm like, yeah, this is what it feels to be like a little trust fund kid. I'm not a trust fund kid, I don't, we don't have money like that, but it's just, I don't know. And it's funny, because I always dreamed about, like, does that mean I have a minute, Pam? It means you have a minute, Okay. I always dreamed about, like, living with a white woman and having her pay all the rent. (laughs) (laughs) And I have it now. That's what's happening. I live in Hollywood with my girlfriend. She's white, white European, and she pays all of the $1,200 of rent. And now that I have it, It feels kind of wrong, you know? (laughs) I'm like, man, this is kind of fucked up, you know? You know, I gotta. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fuck her enough. I might get kicked out. I need to fuck more. Fuck. That's how I have to pay is through the dick now. Um, (laughs) God damn it, Pam. You're so right. Just feed her the cock. Feed it to her, damn it. I love you guys. God bless you. Have a good night, everybody. Give it up for Pam, baby. Give it up
1: for Pam. Keep it going for Ricky Science, paying his rent income. If we all could, wouldn't that be just a joy? It's well, you know, it's like putting—you're putting feminism forward. Um, I I don't—I don't—I haven't had a W two in nine years now, since the the year turned over uh, to 2016, and this is the ninth year I haven't gotten a W two. Thank you. And for four of those years, I was in graduate school, so it's easy to be like, oh, I disappeared. But for like the other five, I'm afraid that the government's going to come after me at some point and be like, how are you paying your rent? What are you doing? And all I can say is, like, I'm a really good girlfriend.
8: <laughs> like,
1: I don't pay for a lot of things. Like, I don't, but my boyfriend doesn't pay for I'm like random people, the only thing I spend money on is alcohol, so when people give it to me I'm like, yay, <laughs> sorry, I'm on my third beer now, thanks to my boyfriend, you see it just keeps paying it forward, um, I love drinking, I also love your next comedian and his dog, who has like, made his rounds around, that. your dog has become best friends. Uh, with James Conrad and Stefan Massey. I love your dog. I want to touch his nipples all the time. <laughs> uh, conversely, I've never actually wanted to touch n- your nipples, but that's okay. Uh, please put your hands together, everybody. It's Timothy Pizza.
20: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is everybody having a good, uh, good 2016? Yeah, uh, you, uh, what was your name again? Yeah. Oh, Isol. Isol, how long have you been playing guitar? Um, uh, I think seven years. Yeah? Yeah, what's your favorite thing about it? Everything. Everything? Yeah. Oh, come on. You can you do better than everything. <laughs> that's <sounds> too broad. <laughs> come on, give, give me some reasons.
8: It it stresses
20: me. It de-stresses? Yeah, no, that's good I was a musician for a long time, too. I, I, I liked playing guitar. It was good. I a guitar and keyboard. Um, that was fun. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, Pam. Uh, did your life turn out the way you expected it to?
1: <laughs>
20: no way. No? <laughs> what's, uh, what's your favorite disappointment? I don't have a spa in my backyard anymore with the orchid tree over it. Oh, Nice. Orchids look like pussies. They do. They do. Like beautiful little, just, yeah, they got the color. You weren't yeah.
1: allowed to wear um, bathing suits in the spa because the, the soap messed up with bubbles and so everyone had to be naked. So I saw a lot of orchids
20: That the is the best place. excuse. <laughs> I am, if I ever get a hot tub, I'm going to put orchids around it and say like, oh yeah, you can't wear bathing suits because so take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on with you, man? How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Is that acoustic bass? Yeah. Nice. Nice, man. You look tired. What's going on? Uh, did too many drugs. Did too many drugs. What's your favorite drug? Uh, probably Molly. Molly? <laughs> what the, okay. So, uh, anybody else know what the fuck happened to pressies? Are those still around? Like before, like Molly knocked out all the weird little colored pills. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. All right. I'm try- I'm practicing crowd work, guys. Here. Uh, yeah. Yo, cheese beard. <laughs> 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 I mean, you look hungry, man. You not eat all day? Uh, what? Did you not eat all day? No, I have. You're you're mowing down. Oh, I don't nice. Ah. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Uh, nice. Stefan? what's yeah. new? What's what's going on? Yeah. Uh. I I can't do mean crowd work. I don't like confronting people. I don't I don't <laughs> I, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I like everybody though. Yeah. So, I'm trying, yeah, yeah. Yeah. where where are you from?
12: Berkeley? Yeah. Yeah. No, shit on Berkeley. Please, shit on Berkeley. Yeah.
20: The, the, the driving out there, it's like they want to let everybody go and then it's like almost causes accidents because everybody's so fucking nice. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all whatsoever. I've lived there my whole life and I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, no, and they're cool, but I don't know. It's like I'm getting a lot of the same vibes from the hometown that I'm from and Pam, Danville. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... Ooh, yeah, no. Yay, you feel my pain. Yeah, boo, you pain. boo, Danville. Yeah. I'm not
1: wearing
20: jeans, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what kind of songs do you like to play, man?
7: Uh, acoustic landing, but aggressive songs.
20: Nice, like prog shit? Like, uh... <laughs> what's that? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Good stuff, like, uh... You like spoken word, like punk style. Nice. But what do you like more, crack or heroin? Uh, heroin. Oh, really? I like crack more. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like I like to be up and about when I'm high. The heroin is <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, just like I can't deal. I can't deal. Oh, <laughs> uh, you again, guitar lady. What's a, What's the hardest drug you've ever done? Yeah, I thought so. You look like you've never, you look too clean. I can like, you got like an aura around you. It was just, yeah, yeah, just you and your guitar and your pretty songs and your your goodness. What are you doing in a scumbag shithole like this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Science. Did I see your dick once? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. I asked for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to explain that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to explain that at all. But I saw I, dick. It was a nice dick. Yeah. You do a little manscaping. But uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you missed out on Pussy Town, but you got to, you got to hang out here. I'm disappointed in all my nieces and nephews, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dog. I'm sure he's uh, made his rounds to you. Okay, cool. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm done.
1: <laughs> Exemplary cl- crowd work. Bites and pizza. Listen to his podcast, F E F Y. That's fuck everything, fuck you. Every Tuesday nights from ten to midnight. Just download it, find it. It's it's a great podcast. You guys, our last comedian here on. The happiest of happy hours here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, he runs a show. Is it monthly at the Parkside? Quad annually. Quad annual. So four times a year. Maybe. maybe. Maybe once a quarter. He's gonna be. He had one. He said Paul Stamper did okay. I mean, it was we a good great. show. He did. I mean, that just. I gotta have more faith in this fellow. Uh, I have faith in this next guy coming up, though. Very funny man. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Tommy McGuire.
21: Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to uh, keep running that show from Albany, New York, where I'm moving in a month because this is working out. Oh, man. Uh, New Year's resolution. seems like every single comedian has done a uh, joke about that. What was yours, Timmy? What Timothy? New Year's resolution is uh,
8: to get more
21: haircuts. I like that. You <laughs> look good. I've seen you. I've seen, we don't know each other. We just know, you know, I know your name. Yeah, I, uh, but I well, But I passed you one time. I felt like I was scared. Like, you didn't look good. Yeah. Not like not like I wouldn't fuck you. No, like, you just like looked like, oh, my, are you, I wanted to say, are you okay? But I don't know you enough to be like, you know. Oh, yeah, get the crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Moving on to jokes But uh, my New Year's resolution was to like be Like stop being really shitty at comedy <laughs> Broke that in eight days guys It's eight, right? Here I am I uh, went home back to Albany, New York, upstate It's like a visual joke instead You have to focus on my words And uh, it, was, it was just reaffirming That I am the most successful person in my family which isn't hard. I, my little cousin showed up, she's 15. She already has two w, D, D, DUIs. She's all fucked up on pills. She showed up just so, just all like, hey, just whatever, get the fuck over. She showed up to my mom's house, my mom's house. I wouldn't show up pilled out to my mom's house. That's fucked up on Christmas fucking dinner. for Christmas dinner, it's fucked up. We don't have a lot of traditions in our family, we're very white trash, but still have some semblance of fucking like a little bit, try, you know, work with me. Bring her to the fucking bathroom. I'm like, are you are you fucked up? And she's like, no, man. I'm like, you're talking to me. I'm the, I know, you're fucked up and all that. What do you have? What do you, give me your fucking pills. Give me your pills. Fucking. <laughs> now go back, you know, I just stole my 15 year old cousin's pills. I don't know what they are, but they worked. But um, <laughs> I got to, so I got to take some pills from my 15 year old cousin. Maybe I saved her life, right? I'm a hero, because I did them. Uh, I also got to look at, uh, you know, see the, the look of shock and awe and disbelief in all my family's face when they found out I don't have any Deweys on my fuck. they call them Deweys, that's a DWI. That's fucking driving while on toxic. that's an awful thing to do, you can kill someone. My uncle did. And they just looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm less respected in my family because of it. Um, and my annual tradition of making my dad choke on his scotch came at Christmas dinner. When all this shit's going on, just super white trash, awful people. Like I said, I'm the most successful in my family by fucking default. Uh, And I just, I thought it was under my breath. You know how you say things and you think it's under your breath? And I just said, thank God I'm fucking adopted. But everyone could hear me, because I kind of said, thank fucking God I'm adopted. I thought I did an indoor voice, and it didn't, yeah. But my dad just loved that shit, because he's like, yeah, we, good thing, because otherwise you'd be fucking really retarded. Like, I'm pretty retarded, but I'd be, like, genetically retarded, you know, more socially, you know. Good jokes, right? (laughs) Good jokes. Uh, I was home, and I was lonely at 3 a.m., so I went on Tinder and actually got a match. actually started the conversation. 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) Either she's on coke or, well, some other red flag. (laughs) Don't worry. Those red flags are coming. Met up with her the next night for a drink. Uh. Now, I grew up around a lot of racists, and I've still never heard the word anger. Sorry, I don't know how to say that. I never heard the word I never heard the word nigger come out so freely and without like just like looking around first or just like making sure I'm cool with it. Because I'm not fucking cool with it because it's being in a derogatory sense. I'm using it in context. <coughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, damn it, but I'm still I not been laid in six fucking months. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh fucking, I might fucking racist, you know, I might give it, you know. I'm, I'm worth it. So, then we set up a date for New Year's Eve, at her house, she's going to make me food. And all right, if that wasn't bad enough, red flag. I showed up, I'm looking like, a little better than this. You know what I mean? I think I did my hair or something like that. But this chick just did not try. And I'm not expecting a dress and stilettos. But I'm not cool with, like, dog-hair-covered fucking sweatpants. It was, she just didn't try at all. She made alright food, but... It just sucked, man. Like, if, I don't expect, to, that's just a lot of work. Heels, just to walk around in heels takes a lot of work and all that, but a fucking lint roller would have just totally solved that problem. She would have gotten good dick that night. Well, she would have gotten dick that night, at least. Her fault. I walked away. I drove, after three beers, with no license, I drove on New Year's Eve, the worst <laughs> night to ever drive. I risked everything. I would be in jail, you know what I mean? Because I was like, no, fuck you. If, you. if you can't take a lint roller to your fucking shitty sweatpants on a date with a fucking handsome guy, if I d- might say so myself, <laughs> what's your pussy taste like, girl? Did Not good. Did you tell him? No, I was a gentleman about it. I'm a gentleman about this shit. I don't talk about, pu- you know what I mean? No, I was just like, no, I made up a, a lie about having to get my dad's car home in the morning. He has to work on New Year's Day. He doesn't have a job. He's retired. I was just like, yeah, I just gotta go, you know, it's you know, nice to meet you. I gotta, you know, and that was it. I was just fucking, I just ghosted on her, and I think she got it, but we were both just like adult enough. We're like, okay, you don't wanna fuck. I'm not gonna, see. yeah, so I just walked out the door and risked my livelihood by getting pulled over with no license, and I would have been, yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, that's all I got for tonight. That was fun. Ghost to 2016. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Mutiny. Thank you, guys, who just showed up at the very end. All right.
1: Tommy McGuire has fucking standards. I had no idea. I, this changes my entire interpretation of you. You didn't fuck a girl because of the dog hair. Wow. Wow! I am. My mind is blown right now. I have learned new things about Tommy McGuire tonight. Oops! Sorry, that was my own microphone, so I'm not going to feel bad about it. Um, the, I know mic drop. That was I gave I gave a mic drop in perpetuity to to you. You bought that mic. Absolutely, it's absolutely true. Uh, you guys. So that was the end of Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. Starting at eight o'clock, we're going to be having PamTastics Comedy Clubhouse which is a showcase, uh, which is $5. It's gonna be really exciting, and uh, there's gonna be a huge audience. I hope they're all coming now, Uh, like my door person is to to run all that. Please, you guys, um, if you haven't had a flyer yet, and you feel like you wanna be a nice person, take a stack of flyers for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up here in seven weeks. It's gonna be 24 comedians from out of town, 20 in town comedians, 25 shows, five days, one venue, all here, they're underneath. If you're trying to grab, oh no, he's trying to grab the dog, or someone's, we got flyers. Thanks again to Trina Roderick for running the ones and twos training tonight, being a champion. Please, please, please stay tuned for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Uni Radio. We have an excellent lineup tonight. Your headliner is Steve Poggi. Uh, we have Dan Myers. He likes to light fires out there in the in the East Bays. Uh, we also have Jesse Fernandez. He's going to be coming up. You guys really need to stay for this show. And uh, thank Trina Roderick again. Clap wildly. I'm Pam Benjamin. Bye! <laughs> Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control.
23: we
15: Well, what was your name? Kelvin. Yep. Kelvin, you stack some of the chairs. Not, there, not all of them, just
9: sort of leave a few of them out. Is that all right? Sure.
8: Is that what you want? Okay. Is it okay? And I'm going to
9: do Yeah, yeah. I just need to get a headset. Hold on.
23: Good evening, there, my friends. Here at mutinyradio.f Evan, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. Hello there. Every Friday. Oh, there we go. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is it is. the universe? <laughs>